What's up, guys? You gotta start a YouTube video like that. What's up, guys? It's hey, guys. What's up? Hey, guys. I actually have a joke what I'm about these guys. What's up, guys? My name is Neil Brennan. I have a Netflix special called Blocks. It's streaming as we speak, uh, where I talk about the things that make me feel like something's wrong with me, make me feel abnormal, make me feel like I don't fit into the world. And now I do a podcast where I have my friends come on and tell me about their blocks. And we are all very earnest and vulnerable. And people thank us for our vulnerability. <laughs> and they mark, they write in the comments, thank you. I feel that way also. They also say mean things about my face. And uh, I don't have AIDS. I just got a lot of tests <laughs> done. Thanks, though. Thank you for your concern. And uh, we, we shame, shame here. My guest today, you're a, you're a friend of mine, Ronnie. Thank you. And no, usually you'd say, thanks, you, know, you are as well. Yep, you're you're my friend. You don't to, have to say it. I'm trying not to interrupt you. I don't know how long this intro is going for. But I'm yes, going to don't. You. I, that's another thing I've picked up from the comments. I interrupt too much. So feel free to go back at okay, me. Well, uh, you got to fight fire with fire. You're a friend too. Yeah, you're my friend. <laughs> and uh, I've known you for six or seven years. I met you through Trevor at The Daily Show. I actually met you a, a year before that at JFL. Yes, but, you're, that's correct. Yes, which if you are a friend, you would have remembered. And you gave me some tips on my set, which were I they helpful? Very, yes, yes, they were. What were what was your set? You just pulled me out outside the Marriott, and you're like, "Hey, listen, man. So <laughs> that thing, this thing, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, "Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it." Because right, I knew who you were at that point. I was like, "Oh, man, thanks. I appreciate it." I'm very yeah. presumptuous. That's yeah. what I'm learning. <laughs> That's what I'm learning from this podcast. I've learned a lot about me, uh, but it's help. It does help people from time to time. So I've known you seven years. I met you at JFL. Yes. Everybody knows that. And I have a lot of respect for you. And I it's feel mutual. a kinship with you emotionally in a way that I couldn't. I'll tell you today. Wow. I feel a kinship with you emotionally. Here is the kinship I feel with this you. This is the first I'm hearing about this. By yes. The way. What's fun to watch about you is you are angry and frustrated. All the time. Thank you. Especially on The Daily Show. Sure, sure. You get to be as angry as I would love to be. Oh. But you're charismatic. And it's fun to watch you be angry and frustrated. Thank you. And by, this is high praise because uh, for those of us who know Neil, Neil... Is, Neil uh, is very honest with his appraisals. So thank you so much. Well, yeah, but I, that's what I... But that's why your jokes work. Thank you. Is because it's fun to watch you be angry and frustrated. Thank you. It's a hard move to do because English is not your first language, right? English is my first language. It, it, like I said, English is your very first language. <laughs> like we said, good, great friends. You're from Singapore. Yeah. Malaysia. Yeah. Malaysia. Yeah. And you're Chinese. Yes. Parents are Chinese. Yes. But you worked in Australia. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So. It's just a lot of things for a white person. Yeah, it's a lot of things for Americans. Of. Yeah, it's a lot of things for Americans. So it's just easier to just go Asian. But, you know, there's a whole world out there and it's very hard to explain. There's not many Asians, though, from what <laughs> I understand, right? It's very hard to explain, you know, Singapore, Malaysia, and then you add Australia and there's too many things. And then you add the idea that you're ethnically Chinese in those places and people are like, it's too much for Americans, you know. Just but be, you just speak English yeah. like it's not your first language. I think it's just the... 
being in Singapore, you know? Like, yeah. that's just how we speak English in Singapore. Or, uh, like, I went to school a lot in Singapore, so this is how. Oh, okay. But you know what's funny is that, like, here, they, everyone's like, oh, Asian accent, whatever. In Singapore, I was like the whitest guy in Singapore. People would be like, this, you know, this banana. Like shut up, banana! Like, Explain you know, banana to the oh, it's to the uh, yeah, yellow on the outside, white on the white on the inside. Mm -hmm. So like in Singapore, and my Chinese scores were the worst. I always what was you know your my, Chinese scores were the worst. Yeah, yeah, in school, and so like a ninety-eight out of a hundred. <laughs> no man, I'm like borderline, borderline passing, and you know I had some really very good Chinese teachers, some very strict Chinese teachers, and I was always like the. I was always like the, 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 you know, problem in class because I, they don't take t kindly to like young Chinese boys who can't speak any Chinese because I moved back to Singapore uh, a, li a li later. So my point is that in Singapore, I was like the one who was seen as the most white Western foreign guy. And then I come to America, everyone's like, oh man, he's the most Asian guy I've ever seen. You sound like it's you're Asian. And I'm like, okay, I guess, you know. <laughs> that's, that's so funny because I know you when I assumed that. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. Right. So to you, I sound the most Asian. But You're incredibly Asian. <laughs> oh my God. But there's also something kind of punk rock about you. Do you oh. know what I'm saying? I feel like if you, like, if I saw like Ronnie Chang, uh, jumps into audience. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised right. at all. There's like a kinetic, maybe it's because I watched too many of your, your jujitsu videos, uh, but like <laughs> there's something about you that's like openly, physically like right. palpable. It's anger, but it's that's too simple. I don't think it's venomous. I think it's just in you. Thank you. Well, this is high praise and I find it. None of the, this may not even be praise. This is just like what I think of you. I take, yes. I take this as praise because you're very, you're, you're astute uh, observer of but do comedy. You, what do you think of, do you agree with me or are you, do I have you wrong? I, I do. It's very hard for me to talk about myself and my own act because anything. I'm talking about your spirit though. I'm not I, I know, I know, but it just, it's very hard for me to like talk as though I'm, I'm in the least bit praising myself at all. I find you're that You're also immodest. weirdly deferential. Sure, I you know I I I I kind of leave the the praise to other people to say I don't want to you know presume to know my own strengths or what talk up myself because I I just think it's very untasteful or tacky. There's something defined like your joke in your most recent special. What's the name of it? Uh, speakeasy. <laughs> speakeasy. I don't. I I no, know. No. I could tell you the jokes. I don't know the name of it. That thing about like cancel me. That thing that they ended up putting on the best of yes, Netflix yes, yes, thing, yeah. that which we all select what bit we want to. Yeah, that was you voted for that <laughs> bit. But there's something defiant about you that is fun to watch because it's not a common move for Asian people in America. Sure. Do you know what I mean? It's more sure. like if it were a movie, they'd let the grandmother be that. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, right. Whereas you're like, no, I'm fucking pissed and i'm frustrated the other thing is um i think because my mom is a extremely polite person and in chinese we call it kerti and kerti means very differential and so she'll be very she'll always consider your emotions first in in uh as part of as a a, a man a man of etiquette yeah in, in a situation socially kerti means like I, i'll defer to you i'll say oh um uh, when you offer me a drink, I'll say, oh, no, no, it's okay. I don't want to trouble you. That kind yeah. of thing. That's, that's, that's the energy in my mom. And my, my mom took that to the, uh, 10. And she kind of made us do that as well. 
And then growing up, I kind of realized like, I guess that's why my, my, my way of rebelling against it was to like, I just hate Do you do authority. it to a point? I do it in Do you personal. do deferential and then you're like, fuck it. Because I've done that a ton in my life. Right. I guess we all do. I think it's more like in personal situations, we know how to behave as adults and, and your upbringing comes in. And then on stage, you're the person you wish you were or you, you the person you were. You're, you're like trying to express something. And so I guess my way of rebelling against that was to not care. I mean, my mom, it, sometimes she's like, how can you how can you not care about that? How can you say that? And I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's jokes. They get it. And also, that's how I really feel. And then, you know, she'll be like, oh, but aren't you scared of this, this, this? I'm like, no, mom, I'm not scared. That's what, that's what this is about, you know? I guess that's where the punk rock comes in, you know? Yeah. Sometimes with comedy, not, not all, not that comedy just has to be punk rock, but. I mean, it's, some of comedy is like a response. Yeah. Like, we're all responding, like Sebastian rebelling, was on yeah, here. Rebelling, Sebastian yeah. was on here and talking about how we like, he doesn't like confrontation. Yeah, yeah. And then that. his act is like, yeah. all like, what the fuck did you, so. With you, it seems like a guy who's quietly going about his day. Right, right. And like, okay, okay, uh-huh. Right, right. Squeezed, like I could see you getting squeezed on train. Uh -huh. and, like, uh -huh. and then you go on stage uh -huh. and you're like, okay, let's talk about yeah, this. Yeah, but I don't think I'm alone in that. I know, I'm the I think most similar. comics, are, yes. yeah, I think most comics do that. Most comics will put up it's with... I can really picture it happening to you, though. Oh, okay. okay. With Sebastian, I can see him a little bit getting frustrated at CVS oh. or the sushi place or whatever. Yeah. Whereas you, sure, because I can see you not saying anything. Well, I think part of that is also now that um, I have a little bit of profile, I don't want my interactions with strangers to be Bad. I'd rather have it be good and then just go on my day. I, you know, I just feel I got too much to lose by being that twenty-one-year-old person who thinks that being honest means saying whatever's on my mind at any given moment. Right. Also, right, right. And therefore, if any annoyance, you just express it immediately. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, that's like a very immature way of being honest. And so, part of being nice to people in day-to-day -day life is, I feel, is a, is a type of maturity. And then you express it on stage. So what you're describing is being nice in real life and then being angry on stage. And I think that's kind of why I might be like that. Yeah, it's being because, like friendly and personable. Right, I mean, because like, you don't know, first of all, you don't know who yeah. you're meeting up. In not, not, that, not that they can do anything for you, but you know, you might, sometimes, I'm sure you meet fans and you know how it is. Like sometimes you're having a bad day or you just got off the phone, something happened or you're just frustrated, something. And then they come and, hey, can I take a photo? And you know, if you're less than 100%, which I'm often less than 100% with photos, you know, they go back going, ah, oh, man, this guy sucks, you know? And I've never phoned it in once. <laughs> with a photo? Yeah. Photo-wise. Yeah. I deliver but, time, right. after time after time after time. And so that's also a Will Smith thing, right? I mean, he said, like, he always wants to be the most positive. Yeah. How'd that work out for Will? <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how, did, how did all that pent up... Uh, yeah, okay, bad example. Yeah, maybe um, maybe you should. No, no, but that's you're not right. Like it is like, and then eventually you rebel. But and, yeah, but you, you seem to have your valve is like Will had no valve, but you, right? Yeah, that yeah, and you Will have a no, valve, correct, a that, daily valve of yes, of comedy, which is our, our self expression. But also, you see me only with comics, and we. I we imagine have, you though, from your act, yeah. I can picture you with your wife. Oh, okay. Very explicitly. Okay. No, well, I can picture maybe, you. Can you stop? I can. Picture you want me to stop? With my wife? Let yeah. me tell you what I see. 
No, I can picture you have a joke about your wife. Yes, yes. And uh, that you have, what's the exact wording? The ongoing battle oh, I can't remember. between you, your wife and your tone. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, battle, yeah. So clearly your wife sees you as pretty punk rock also. <laughs> <laughs> and like uh, Tone issues. I don't know if it's punk rock. Or, right. But yeah. it is like she has an issue with like maybe the way you kind yes. of speak sometimes yes yes i can really relate to that also sure. of sure like you're just i don't know like eh, 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 right. we're doing like i'm not no i'm not being friendly right now right has right. anyone ever gotten on you about yelling yes yeah like why yeah. are you yelling yeah. you're like i'm not yelling I'm not yelling yeah. yeah i'm just yeah. expressing my yeah, yeah. whatever i'm not yeah. i'm putting no sugar in it yes yes so what I, i'm curious about your uh -huh your uh emotional arc with your wife uh -huh. in terms of like what did you what did she think when you met her and what does <laughs> she think of you now this is a tough question because i don't i don't want to speak for her you know i don't know but but i think i was a very different person when i did when i met her in in university i think i was when i first went to australia i was very grateful to go to australia i was very grateful to be in university grateful to have gotten into the law school because I only, I barely got into that the law school that I wanted to so I was very uh, grateful to be there I was kind of like excited to make new friends and so I was super friendly to all the Australian people it kind of took me a while to realize that not everyone is worth being super friendly to you know <laughs> so that so when she met me I was probably a very friendly like oh hey you know a, a, like maybe a little bit of a a pushover maybe or what you know and with so, her as well like i don't know that's a question for her but we we never like i don't think we had a contentious relationship at all but where right, there was right. a we obviously you got yeah. married and you yeah, right right like you actually you're you i believe you actually love your, your oh yeah i love her a lot like yeah. you really like her yeah yeah. Her. yeah i love her a lot yeah of course <laughs> no, but some people are not we know a lot of people, people who are, are not that into their I mean, and vice versa. I know a lot of girls that are not in their husbands. Like, uh, I'm not making the, the divorce I, rate is 50%. It, it not, is high, but uh, yeah, you're right. I guess we should assume that people love their wives. Uh, in my case, I do love my wife. They say they do, right. but I would argue you actually right. do. Right. I'm in the minority here that I love my yeah. wife. And, Again. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, I, 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 she would say, I don't know if I'm pushover with her, but... Uh, we 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 always had a great partnership, you know. So it wasn't ever. I don't ever feel like anyone was pushing over anybody. But I think she saw me in university, kind of, even before. She, obviously, before I even started show business or started any kind of performing, started stand up comedy. So she saw saw that shift, and, right? And she kind of, and she supported you, like was encouraging and yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's the thing is, you are deferential. I'm right? deferential. People I respect. No, no, no. But you're deferent. You don't like talking about yourself. But clearly, you you believe in your ability. I think I got something to offer. I think I've been doing something right. I think the free market has given me evidence that I'm <laughs> doing okay, that, that, that I got some talent. Uh, I've had enough people I respect tell me that what I'm doing is good. So that, that helps yeah. a lot. You know, I think comics, we just want pure respect and a ton of money. And some people will laugh. I also know? love that you, you were like the, fir the first person I remember in culture just saying, Asian people love oh money. <laughs> it's such a funny thing because it's like right. Jewish stereotype. Right, right. Uh, Seinfeld said it to uh, Hassan and when he did Comedians in Cars, he was like, your people, my people, we, we both uh, good with a buck. <laughs> and I've never heard an Asian, and it was such a fucking oh, good yeah. bit because it you. was like a great, op uh, it's an observation I wasn't even aware I was aware of. 
Thank you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, the, and the, I'm sure it's got to be one of your top five popular. Again, I I can't I can't answer yeah, that can. question, but you I, won't. You can I, though. I mean, it's Chinese New Year today, so so that that's why. Kinda, so that's why we had you. Right. <laughs> um, you're welcome. Again, you see me a lot with other comics, and I think I feel like real comics are very respectful to other comics because they both get it, and so right. how you see me act with you is oh that's that's how I I act with. Peers, especially peers I respect, right. colleagues, or even seniors I respect sure. or whatever. Yeah. So that, you know. What are you like the rest of the time? I might not be this differential the rest of the time. With people who, yeah. I'm you know, because I, I, come, I come from the, like, yeah. I come from the corporate the crisp world. Crisp collars. Huge crisp <laughs> collars. I come from the corporate world. So I went to law school with a lot of type A personality people and who thought a lot about themselves, thought very highly of themselves. So when, when with them, maybe I'm not as differential because I'm like, I don't yeah. think maybe. I think you're not. <laughs> I think based on the way you right. said maybe. Yeah. Are you? Well, that's the other thing I like about you. Pretty openly competitive. And not competitive mm -hmm. with particular people. You have no qualms about making it clear that you want to succeed. Oh, is that it? Okay. Okay. I hope. No, no, I don't. No, no. But like you, you're like, I want to do well. I want to make a ton sure. of money. I want to. I want to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want, I want to like, make a ton of money, but <laughs> but not, but not at the even like the lottery. No, no, no. But right, not right. at the. But you want to. You're like. You're. You like sports. You like oh. the idea of like the proving yourself, and yeah, I think I like the. I don't know if I want to be successful, but I like the idea of results speak for themselves. Yeah. So I want to be able to show results. I don't necessarily want to like, I'm not like, I want to conquer the world. I need no. this, 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 I need this many special, I need blah, blah, blah. But I think that like, I want to, I, I kind of want to prove myself through results and let the results speak for themselves. So in that sense, I guess I am, uh, I'm ambitious as far as I would, I want to get good results so that can do the talking for me. Yes. Yes. Which I, which I respect. Sure. sure. Yes. Yeah. Block a block. I don't know what number it is, but it's a block. I don't like celebrating holidays or birthdays. That's what you sent me. Yeah. Uh, tell me more. I I just feel like I'm very lucky to be in a job that I really love doing, stand-up comedy and um, acting. And I get to do that every day. I get to work on it. And I just feel like every day is a celebration. As corny as that is, so I don't need these special days of peaks. I'm like, I just want every day to be good, you know? And so when people make a big deal about holidays or birthdays, I'm like, I'm... And also, also as comics, I don't know if you feel this way, but it's just like, if you... Guess what? If you get really good at comedy, you, you're going to be missing a lot of birthdays, weddings, it's holidays. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's the best. I never... Anyone's like, hey, can you come for this wedding? I'm like, no, I can't. No, I can't. I got a gig. I got where? A, I don't know I, yet. I don't know yet. I'm I'm gonna book something. And and like, so so I'm used to skipping all this stuff, you know. And I I yeah, I don't know. I just, well, that, I said this recently to, to to Santino, which is the idea of birthdays is like. Uh, first of all, we can buy whatever we want. <laughs> I can get well, access to cake. Yeah, I can well, get adults. cake. I can get gifts. Yeah. I can get a pony. I get a pony whenever I want. You I could. could. I could get a pony right now. Yes, if you wanted to. Yeah, if I wanted to. They There's don't. There's an app for that right now. Yeah, right? I'm sure ponies. The pony app. Yeah. The feeling people get when they bring out a birthday cake yeah. is our job. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like the bra da 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 da. Like yeah. that feet. That like yeah. however long the song is, forty seconds. That euphoria. Yeah. Every night. 
sometimes for an hour and yes. change. Yes. The feeling when you go bowling and get a strike and you yes. turn around. Yes. Again, exactly. that's our job. Exactly. So I'm with you in terms of celebrating. Right. There may be a part that uh, I don't like pretending I like the gift. Yes. Yes. That's my least favorite part about gifts. Yeah. The gifts thing for me, one is environmental. It's like, I, you can give me stuff I don't want. What, what's going to happen to this? In order to not have it end up in a river choking out a dolphin, I have to go find someone else who, who can actually use this. And that takes like three hours of you my You got to pawn it off. <sighs> yeah. And You're a pawn star it, all of a sudden. <laughs> and it's a problem. So gifts I don't want is a huge headache. And not to mention like the, the wrapping that comes with it and then the time you spend dealing with it. And we're, like you said, we're adults. Like we, I don't know about you, but I actually take pleasure in finding the things that I like, getting the best version of it and then using it forever and not having like five or six shittier versions of that one thing. That I'm hoping to never buy more clothes ever again. Yeah. yeah. I'm really I think, like, I think I'm close. Yeah. <laughs> really. And that's the other point. In America, especially, the gift-giving culture, which is very generous of Americans. No, no, but, no. I, but, but, America take nothing away. <laughs> what a culture. But, but I think in America, especially, we get a lot of free t-shirts. And we got to stop with this. We got to stop with the free t-shirts, man. We it's got gotta enough. Stop. It's got. It's always XXL. You, it never fits. They give it out as though we all want to wear this. That's why I, I stopped selling. You know, when I first started out, I, I had. I joke think I know what you're gonna say. Go ahead. Merch, yeah. I, I thank you. Yeah, we, I don't. I would people go we merch stand. I'm like, I'm not gonna make more garbage, <laughs> so I can make seven dollars, right? And have carry boxes of t-shirts everywhere right. and albums and then i gotta ha ah, right ah. <laughs> don't look at this as i don't need the seven dollars it's more just like i don't want to create yes fucking garbage, garbage. for the earth <laughs> like here earth you take it that's yeah. how i feel about all this shit yes. that I get. like yes i'm so grateful to hear somebody else say it and not, not just t-shirts but in america just by living you just start accumulating pens and then there's water bottles and people will send you yep. you know headphones I, yeah it, a lot of headphones a lot of headphones in america and i'm very blessed to be in a position where people want to send me things it's very kind i actually just start replying back like hi everybody uh thank you for offering me this i actually live a minimalist lifestyle and so i need to decline this thing every time i say that people always understand they're always like oh yeah we get it Oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. go, oh, yeah, well, this is stupid anyway. Right. What, we're doing, <laughs> what we're doing is a stupid idea. Right. So it's oh, it's easier to decline it. And then I'm always, sometimes when they, they just don't ask me, just send it to my office. And then I'll like, oh man, I, I can't use any of this. And then I'm like, I literally just ask anyone on the internet, hey, anybody want this? And people are like, yeah, I want it. And they'll take it's it. Because it's hard. It's the t-shirt thing. The t-shirt gun at the basketball yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, There's something psychological about it. Yeah. Because we're all such scarcity animals. Right. Meaning we're, we have cave brains that believe. Yes. But even in America. We can't. I don't know where my next meal is coming from. Yes. I don't know. Where my next so t-shirt is coming yeah, from. No, I, <laughs> but, but even in America in 2023, people here have grown up their entire lives with free t-shirts. Their entire lives. And they're yes. still thinking like, oh shit, when's my next t-shirt going to come from? I got to get this free t-shirt here. We have a t-shirt scarcity. <laughs> issue hats you know Have everything fucking yeah. hats hats uh keychains uh at least i don't mind pens because i need pens and even i pens. lose pens constantly even pens i'm like no, you're over pens much. yeah pens i'm over i stay like paper at least i can use paper you know yeah so yeah hate birthdays hate holidays uh what love 
love seeing people. When I when I go to you know when I go for these things, I usually end up having a good time, but also very happy to not celebrate. A yeah, I like. A let's just tree. go somewhere. Yeah, uh, we don't need the social connections. It. Great. Yeah, great, fantastic. The, the, the presence and the you know making it a, the big deal. I and like you said, a lot of it's because I get we get it. We get our fix. From yes, from from the yeah. job, yeah. like the like we get huge amounts of approval. Yeah. One thing that uh, people probably can maybe get from, uh, dare I say, Chinese people is just give money. Totally agree. Just money is the best gift. You can you can pay rent. You could pay your phone bill. You could you know it's environmental. It's portable. It's uh, you know I, every time I bring this up, people look at me like I'm crazy. But the gift of money, the best, fantastic. Then you know it's it convenient. No one's ever mad about money. Yes, hundred percent. But no one in no. America. But it seems like bad form. It's like, uh, it's you didn't put any thought into it. Right. Oh no, I thought <laughs> I put a ton of thought into it. Yes, I saw everything yes. and was like, you know what, this solves money solves almost every problem. Almost every problem. So yes. don't you fucking tell me for a second that I wasn't thoughtful. Yes. I've been around a while. This money shit's very useful. Money. Here's some. Uh, yeah, especially if you're traveling, you know, like we are always traveling. It's like you get these gifts. Do you carry you, cash? Uh, I have emergency cash, but I, you know, I. You're like a. I'm, I'm doing a lot of Apple Pay. Yeah, I'm an Apple Pay guy. I'm always yeah. more Apple Paying, but um, yeah, I. But you know, when you're traveling a lot, and then people give you, uh, because what what kind of professional travelers? Yeah. Part of our job is being. Yes. Good. And they'll give you this stuff like t-shirts, hoodies, and then you're like, I pack to a T, I can't. Yeah, I don't take a hoodie. Yeah. I, I, I reject the hoodie all the time. I turn it all the time. Uh and uh, This is a basically a podcast where we it's called the Ingrates. Welcome to Ingrates <laughs> In with Ronnie Chang and Neil Brennan. We don't give us anything. We don't want it. <laughs> well, like Mary Kondo, but like pissed about it. <laughs> <laughs> then another time guy tried to give me a car <laughs> i said oh no you I don't know. no you don't i got no space in my yeah bro i got one space <laughs> what the fuck are you trying to do hey do you like me do you like the podcast do you like did you like blocks on netflix and three mics on netflix come see me on my new tour brand new neil coming to madison nashville salt lake city san diego washington dc baltimore atlanta New Orleans. Thought it was going to be New York. New York's coming. Austin, Houston, Dallas, New York. Told you it was coming. Philly, Boston, Los Angeles. Figured it would be Angeles. Los Angeles, Denver, Phoenix, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, Chicago, Minneapolis, Vancouver, Toronto. If you have a good airport, I'm coming to your city. So come fuck with me it's a good hour and it's called brand new neil go to neilbrennan.com for tickets please cure my clinical depression actually it's not bad right now thanks to you <laughs> so cash yeah give cash totally agree um this is a good one a new block i would rather read wikipedia summaries of tv shows and movies than watch them Sometimes. It's Sometimes. Just, <laughs> sorry, I omitted a word. Uh, yeah, I just uh, there's so much stuff to watch. Too much stuff. There's a lot of seasons of a lot of stuff. And sometimes as part of our job, we need to keep up with the game of whatever. Can't Thrones, do it. And you can't do it. And you just got to read what House of happens. Dragons. Couldn't do Game <laughs> of Thrones. 
<laughs> haven't started House of Dragons. Haven't watched White Lotus. Oh yeah, I, I haven't. No, I'm not doing The Last of Us. Yeah, I'm not doing fucking you. Right. I mean, I like sure. I, I'm not doing them. There's a lot. There's yes. a lot, and uh, Wikipedia is the hack to kind of for our job purposes keep up with uh, pop culture references. But have yeah. you ever referenced anything in your act? Yes. That you didn't yes. have firsthand knowledge. Great. <laughs> I think I referenced um, Game of Thrones. Yeah. I never watched it. But at, I'm, I'm not saying Game of Thrones. I'm saying like Khaleesi at the Red Wedding. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, have you done? Yes, I referenced the, how dark the Game of Thrones episode was. I never watched it. Fantastic. <laughs> what a reveal. I mean, what a, what a fucking scoop hope and a this, half. Hope guys. that doesn't go viral. Do you um, love comedy and but, specific but, references? But to be fair, the Game of Thrones thing is also time and also I, I just personally can't watch that much gore. Like I'm just not a fan of the, the torture and gore and the rape stuff. And so I just can't watch huh. it, you know. So I just I can't get enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, different uh, yeah, I, I just I, can't. I, that's my only gripe. Yeah. With it's my, shows is it's, where's the rape? I look for rape. I, I that's my mental incest block. and rape. I I Google. I go to TV Guide. Is that still a thing? I look in TV Guide. I go to the back. The index. Um. Yeah, you find a lot of that on the internet. I don't like uh, many story shows. Like I, sure. I just didn't. I don't really like sitcoms. I don't like. I don't. I like sketches. Right. Six minutes is about my limit. For, right. Although I loved Fleabag season one. I haven't right. watched it anymore. Right. So like. Yeah, and a lot of this not watching isn't even from is totally not disrespect at all. It's not. Even, I have tons of. I mean, exactly when, the people that yeah. do these show. I mean, having done two seasons of a show, yeah. I can't believe people do this. Yes, yes. I fucking cannot believe. Yes, yes. my buddy Brett uh, Goldstein, who's on, yes, he's on, I love uh, Brett, yeah. he's on Sadek's show, and now Ted he's Lasso. got a you new show coming out. Uh -huh. Ted Lasso. Yeah. I called Sadek's the show. Yeah. Uh, he's got a new show coming out and he's not even on it with Harrison Ford and Jason Segel for Apple TV. Uh -huh. He's just writing. I'm like, you're just writing oh, yeah. for two different. It's insane. And acting. Yeah. yeah and I, but like, and he's got, could you imagine writing and acting one show and then just writing another show is insane yeah. to me. Yeah. That's it's, it seems like a, uh, he's throwing his whole life away. <laughs> um, that's kind of what we're doing. Have you given money to Wikipedia? Yes. So have I. Yeah, because sometimes they ask for money and I'm like, yeah, yep. you know what? Yes. You I deserve get it. so much out of your website over the last 20 years of my life. Yep. Like, please, just take this money. Take this five bucks, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. See? Gift yeah. of money, guys. We and, walk the walk. <laughs> and yeah, just, just it, it, again, doesn't come from disrespect of people's shows. As people who make shows, we know how hard it is to do stuff. It just comes from lack of time and... Sometimes, you know, when your job is to stare at a screen all day, sometimes to relax, you just don't want to stare at a screen. You'll go stare at a tree or something in real life. I totally agree. So, yeah. Or basketball. Just something that's not the yes. thing I do. And yes. you get, are getting ready to maybe ruin basketball for yourself. Because <laughs> oh, Ronnie has a may, show. May I, may I be so bold as to, yeah, do that. Ronnie's yeah. made a pilot for Hulu where he works for the for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a, you're, are you like the GM, assistant yeah, GM? GM, yeah. GM? GM of the Nets. Nets yeah, yeah. And uh, sorry to disrespect you with assistant. No, no. Um, I was just trying to give you a fucking a character of, arc. A lot of the show is based on this, the energy of this disrespect, so. I was trying to give you a character arc. You start off as assistant, because where are you going to go? What are you going to own the team by the fourth <laughs> season? How are you going to pull that off? 
I'm trying to give you a fucking place to go. I've written shows. Um, all right. Here's a good one. Sometimes I'm nicer to strangers I'm meeting for the first time than the people I love. This clearly is a note from a wife. Um, and uh, Did you call her a wife? Uh, a note as from a, this a wife. Is a, yes. a note from a wife. In this case, a note from uh -huh. my wife to me. And um, uh, she has accused me of this several times. And I have to agree with it a little bit. Because to your point, um, sometimes when we talk to people we're very familiar with, we're more abrupt or we're kind of less inclined to put sugar in it, as you said. Mm -hmm. Just give it to it straight. Uh, not even to be mean, not not with bravado, but just just trying to be as simple as possible with the honesty. And turns out, <laughs> turns out, uh, people who love you don't appreciate that as much. And uh, it's important to put sugar in what you say sometimes. And I find that um, exactly what we're talking about at the start of the episode. You know, you meet strangers, and you don't want them to, if if they know, uh, for example, because you have a little bit of profile. In my head, I'm always like, I don't want them to walk away having a bad interaction with someone who they might like being me. So, I, you know, you, you kind of dress it up a bit. You kind of put a little bit more effort into it. And then you kind of have to, you know, you can't, I don't know. Me personally, I'm not that happy the whole day. So you go back to where you were before. And then it turns out that that when, when you're at that the most is when you're with people you love. <laughs> no, I agree. And yeah. it's also like, yeah. you don't care if your wife doesn't catch a good interaction with you. Fucking, <laughs> no, I she's do got, care. She's fucking stockpiled she, yeah. a number going, first of all, no, you married I her. Care. I do care. And uh, I should care. And uh, I, uh, it's something I'm working on, but this is never something I've never even discussed before. So No, but yeah. I don't, it's, you don't want to be on duty all the time. Like I was, I'm thinking about taking a trip and I was thinking about bringing someone with me. And then I was like, well, I don't, who could I bring that I don't have to be on is the wrong word, but like yeah. just a friend of mine, it's a, it's a, I believe it's a Dorothy Parker quote, but I, I credit it to my friend, Monica Martin, who's an amazing singer. She said, I don't always want to be perceived. Yes. I just don't want to have hot the hot gaze of another human being on me. Well, yeah, all the time. that's honestly that's a block you probably have to work on, you know, because you, you know, that's if, you. If only there were a podcast, <laughs> because you that's the thing with having like a partner, you know, you want to you, you hopefully you find a partner who you don't mind doing that with. And it doesn't feel like I wish the same for you, right. motherfucker. <laughs> you brought it up. Yeah, I brought this up. And so, no, I'm, I'm saying this is something I'm working on. It's something that brought my attention and uh, uh and also some of this, you know, people you love come with a lot of baggage that you know, because you've been with them your whole life. You know the shit that they've done to you or shit which they're about to do to you or shit that they're going to do to themselves. And so it's like, you, you know, you, you, you hold it against them. Yeah, you hold it time. against them. And then you meet strangers and you don't know what they are, a blank slate. And you're like, oh, you know, this, this wonderful, yeah. this, <laughs> this cherub that right. I just met. Yeah. And you give them, give strangers the benefit of the doubt. And you're like, oh, this person, I'm going to, I'm going to be positive and say, maybe this person is not, not that bad of a human being. I don't have to, I have to be nice to you for 10 seconds. I can do that. And you go back to these you people you love. Need, who, you know, to put it in basketball, the only language you understand. Um, shooters that you know shoot or shoot like yeah. the guys they have a short term memory yeah. they just have no short term memory they forget yes. if a guy's 0 for 8 he'll keep sure. shooting sure we need to be that with people people irrational self yeah yeah a rational yeah. belief yeah. that and not remember <laughs> that what all the horrible things these people have done yeah to us. which by the way is uh, from what every 
every inspirational Instagram quote says is that's what you're supposed to do with right. like, like be nice, like yeah. forgive forgive people basically. With a, I'm should I picture a mountain behind it? Right. Yes. And and, some, and music and and like a sun this? the sun rising. Or yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Great. I don't. I, I'm with you, and I don't know how to solve either one of them. Uh, we have the same problem. I have a tone problem. I mean, that's yes. what I loved about your tone problem. Yes, yes. Your tone joke was yes. like, you're talking to the king of tone. Yes. King of yeah. bad tone. Yeah. Um, people who don't know me. Think you're pissed. Or, yeah. Or arrogant. Pissed or arrogant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was going to go with joyful <laughs> and generous. Oh, but, sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, exactly. So I am fucking with you. Yeah. Based on what just happened between yeah. us. No, you used to uh, have a bit. There. No, I used to have a bit about people think I'm superior and uh, cold. Yeah. Superior. You said like all the hip hop guys love you because oh, yeah, you're like, oh, Neil doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And you're like, this is. Yeah. Because no, I'm I sad. <laughs> I'm no longer sad. Right. Right. There are um, people on in the comments. You'll see them. People that people like I didn't want to like me. Why didn't you want to like Think about all of the funny things I've done uh, in the world, right. and you still didn't want to like me. Right. And it's my tone. I know why they didn't want to oh, like me. Oh, the tone. And my bone, my face bones aren't helping. <laughs> this this uh, this AIDS thing is a real. It's a real. It keeps coming back, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. right. But um, you got beautiful, especially because I'm just HIV positive. I'm kidding. But you uh, got the, That's the that you have like the ideal. That's what structure. I thought. Okay, well, that's what I thought. People just need to find something, you know. When you yeah. when you have a flawless face, they just need to find something. Fucking jealous much? Haters, <laughs> bunch of haters. Speaking of haters, here's a block that I don't know if anybody else is going to share. I hate umbrellas. I hate umbrellas. <laughs> I hate umbrellas. It's that that so freaking. You gotta bring them. You're gonna forget it. You know what's funny? No one Take has ever remembered the again. umbrella. Take your hat off again. It looks like you've been. You just got pummeled with rain. <laughs> And you just said, I I'd rather umbrellas. be pummeled with rain than have an umbrella. Why? Because you're gonna, you got to take it. It's heavy. It's big. If you want it to be useful, it's going to be big. The small ones don't do anything anyway. So for it to have any any actual function, it needs to be large. It needs heavy. You got to carry it in your hand because you can't put it in your bag because it's a big umbrella. And then you're going to leave it behind. You're going to forget about it. I always forget the umbrella. And then if you have one of those small little ones that my wife has, where that's the fancy whatever, you're going to break it because it, the closing mechanism isn't just the open and close. It's got buttons and stuff. One time I straight up just opened her umbrella incorrectly in Japan and broke it immediately. And from that moment on, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to, don't even let me touch your umbrella. You know, you, can you Especially hold it? in Japan. Yeah. I just don't want to touch the umbrella. And I, I you didn't know how raincoats. hard it is for me to not say something racist right now? What, what, what? You're in Japan, umbrella. I don't know. It just feels like I'm. It's like, a, it's, like <laughs> it's, a, nothing. it's like Caesar. It's like a, the dog whisper where I'm trying not to be racist. Dude, there's, dude, Japanese people have great umbrellas. They got the plastic clear ones that you can actually see. It's like I agree. Yeah, those yeah. are great designs. And at first I thought they were too feminine, but like dude, fuck it, it's so practical. Just and then flex the whole time. You're fucking <laughs> nice. <laughs> right, um, and and uh, you you take the umbrella and then it, it the wind blows it. It, it raincoat. It hyperextends the umbrella. Yeah. The, where the wind blows and then it's it yeah. hi, it's like a horrible right. uh, football injury where the guy's <laughs> leg is going yeah. the wrong way and it never recovers and it never you can fix it right it's, it's you not didn't the really same. fix the whole the one thing can pop out of yes. the fabric hole yeah the shaft just comes off the you know yep, yep. uh there's the hyperextension there's the, and then there's the leave behind yes uh which is the amount of 
sunglasses and umbrellas I left yeah. behind yeah. is staggering. Right. Good. Good. Um, the button works. Could fill giant stadium. Seventy percent of the time, the button, button is works. tough. Button is tough. Not to mention, let's say you were using it in the rain. Guess what? Now it's wet. So yep. you carry it with you. If it's a small one, you, you carry it with you all the time. And then now the wet is on you anyway. So raincoats is what is way more effective. Just wear a raincoat and not the stupid plastic one that ends up in the river. Raincoat, way more effective than umbrella. I'll take raincoat over how, umbrella. How far down do does mean? the raincoat go? Oh, it's you know below the knees. Okay. And also it's rain. I come from the tropics. I'm not scared of rain. Rain, do it. Dude, I've been staying in West Hollywood the last two this weeks. Guy's it's, suicidal. It's been raining. This guy's got for, it's been raining in West Hollywood. It, if it rains for five minutes in West Hollywood, everyone everyone loses their mind. It's a tragedy. People run around in shorts in West Hollywood. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving town because I can't take it. Yeah, it it's just rain, guys. It's it, the tropics. Rains all the time. It's fine. It's great. Fucking guys, fearless. You're the bravest man I've ever met. It's ridiculous. Umbrellas. Give me a break. Uh, and to say nothing of what they do to hallways when you leave them out there and there's a bunch of puddle parties. you ever go to an apartment party in New York yeah when it's raining just and the flooded. whole you flood your building the whole but the whole hallway is just yes. a bunch of which which causes mold and mildew it may expand the wood floors god forbid you have wood floors the whole thing and then if the umbrella if it's raining heavy enough that you need an umbrella guess what the umbrella's not even going to stop it anyway because it's raining so heavy anyway you're just carrying this thing around now. And we're not even talking about when you poke people poke with people. it unintentionally. You're walking sharing in. Sharing an umbrella is a fucking nightmare. Unless it's a Sh giant golf umbrella, which who, and then it's it's four and a half feet. Fucking you're walking around like Mr. Peanut. Five kilos. You're carrying around a golf umbrella. Yeah. Which five is what, kilos. Is what, 10 pounds, whatever it is. And then you're walking in a crowd. With other people with umbrellas, and then you got high. You got to do the high, low, high, low thing. Everyone's like knocking. You're this hitting. podcast is brought to you by Totes umbrellas. <laughs> totes, go to totes.com. Hate umbrellas. Uh, I'm with you, and I rather get wet. Rather get wet and dry myself off. Than I get umbrellas. so bummed out by being wet, like a wet coat. Oh, that's worse than any of the umbrella scenarios. <laughs> It doesn't help anyway, is my point. You're going to get wet anyway. It's not like the umbrella has, you know, saved the day. Okay, it probably has saved a few days, but... I mean, it's one of humanity's best inventions. <laughs> fuck, it. fuck it. You're right. You're right. Okay. You hate small talking. This is a lot of people, though. Yeah. There's this thing in Asia, at least with Chinese people in Singapore and Malaysia, where we don't really small talk. We go high, and then we don't need to and then you talk about money i would talk about money talk about how, but i mean again this is whatever this is a you know this is gonna sound like a hacky bit but man white people love to small talk they gotta do it and it, it's not it's it's just i get it it's the cultural thing i asked this in yes with all earnestness what yes. do you think the difference is between white culture and asian culture when it comes to small talk i think uh and feel free to go far back as as far as you want well, the reasons for it, interesting. Uh, let's see if I can link it to Confusionism of mind your business. But uh, maybe we, we don't small talk, especially in modern. First of all, when it's Asian people and white people, usually there's a language barrier. 
you know, Asian people from Asia and white people, all even just people from the West, whether whether they're. But races. I'm talking about like in Singapore, in Malaysia, in like there. I'm assuming there's less small talk there. Yeah, because one, it's like it's considered kind of impolite to pry. It's almost like, oh, how what did you do yesterday? It's like that's not my business. Yeah. Why am I asking you what you did yesterday? It's an imposition on you. You have to recap what happened, and then also it's like it's an invasion of privacy. And maybe the most you you would ask is like. You know, the older people will ask the younger people if they've eaten. Have you eaten? When's the last right. time you ate? That's like a small talk version. Like no one really cares, but you just say that anyway, just because that's like a nice thing to say. And it's but, a thing you can fix. Right. And you can go, oh, I ate this. I ate that. If somebody email whatever says yeah. that they want to meet up, pick your brain. What's your first thought? I, first of all, I, uh, this is a separate topic, but I hate the pick your brains. It's a pick your brains. Thank is the you, worst. thank you for fuck, pluralizing fuck it because it brains. gets it to the gore of it. Yes. <laughs> Don't. Pick Picking the brains, brains is the worst because to me, when someone says pick your brains, it to me that indicates you haven't done any work, you haven't done any research. You just want me to fix your goddamn problem in the shortest way possible. But if you come to me for a specific question, that's awesome. Yep. I, I love, love to help with yep. that. Love to give advice on split. But if you're like, hey, can I just pick your brains? I'm like, no, I don't want you to pick my brains. I'm curious as to why Asian people, I guess it's the humility, right? That with the the no smoke, they, they don't want to pry. They don't want to pry, and there's a there's a level of. I guess I don't know. You know, I think the obvious thing is there's a level of inauthenticity when I'm asking you about something I don't really care about the answer. So there's that. What's funny about you is that, that reads right, meaning like I know, like you and Roy would share an office at the yes, Daily Show. Yes, I love Roy, yeah. the best, yeah. and um. And uh, speaks very highly of you. Yeah, well, great guy. Yeah. When I would go into you and Roy's office, I know you like me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just kind of like, what? <laughs> that was the energy you always gave me, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Oh, okay. Like it okay. never bothered me because I'm like, yeah, it's just Ronnie. Oh, thanks, it feels yeah. kind of like mask, like guys. Sure, you know guys I mean? hanging like, out. Maybe I didn't know you that well either at that time. Um. Uh, so a little bit of is like, oh, I don't know you. Well, right, right, right. I don't know you well enough to even small talk or even like uh, joke around with you because I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe you're in your zone. So mad. I, I, so, I don't like joking. Yeah, around. no, I treat I treat the you know maybe you're. It's almost like a green room, right? Like you know, yeah, in green yeah, rooms you go and right. you're like you know, comics in green rooms. The guy yeah, who's could go either way. Yeah, the guy who's joking too much in a green room, you're like, oh, this guy's gonna bomb. That's funny. You know, when, yeah. when in the green room, you can tell who's going to bomb sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, this dude is, oh, you know, because most people, they just kind of like speak on stage or yeah. they're pros. So there's a bit of that too, right? Of like, but but yeah, back to the small talk thing. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm sure Asians in the comments will be angry at me trying to speak for Asians. But I think it's fair to say that, yeah, Singaporeans and Malaysians don't raise small talk. And uh, so this idea of coming down and it's when whenever I see Singaporeans and Malaysians who have, um, learned enough about Western culture, either because they've been educated overseas or they have worked with enough Westerners in you know, to to know culturally. So it's like Japanese people will bow culturally. Mm -hmm. West white people need to small talk, and so we give it to you. You know, we'll be, oh yeah, how was your day? Oh, that's interesting. Oh, how was your day? It was okay. What did you do yesterday? You know, okay. It's like a girlfriend kind of. You yeah, a little like bit. A, like and white you can people see... are your girlfriend that needs a certain yes. amount of like. Oh, how are you doing? Oh, good. How are eye you contact, today? Eye contact, eye contact. Yes, eye contact. yeah. And yeah. you can see them. It's like a it's like a studied behavior. And not even in a bad way. I just mean like it's so funny to say. Because I know when I talk to the Singaporeans, they're like, eh, eh. 
<laughs> and that's it, you know? That's yeah. All. Maybe, hi. And they like you. And they just go, hey. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, what? What are we going to, you know? How Did are you, you have a, is, was your dad around? How are you doing? We don't say, how are you doing? Can I pry? Can I white no, pry real quick? Please. Do some white prying. <laughs> um, white prying. Do you, where's your dad? Oh, he passed away a few years ago. Oh, glad yeah. I asked. Yeah. Um, that's were a, the that's gonna be a block. Still right married? That'll be a really quick block. Were they married? Yeah, yeah. And what kind of person was he? He had a temper, but he was a very, um, uh, very gregarious guy in amongst uh, family and friends. So he would come in the room, and everyone would be like, he he would he would be the center of t attention in the room. He could always hold the room, always had jokes, um, and. Uh, he very uh fo focused guy on education, so he would help his entire family in Malaysia. He would be the guy who'd be like, "You gotta go here and study. You have to go to KL." He to the point where he would force some of my cousins, like his nieces and nephews, he would force them into the car to go to the city to study because he'd be like, "You need to learn accounting so that you have a future." He was the guy who is like the and he was even the oldest in the family. You know, he was considered the younger brother. And he was well educated. He um he got his masters, but he got it late in life. Which is why I had I, I came to America because he um, had two kids, his business failed, and then he he decided to go to college with two kids to kind of re retrain himself, and Got then he it. became an executive. When he went back to Singapore, he became like a it, because in the in the early nineties that was the last time when an overseas education was was quite impressive. Kind of and now then everyone what, and it. then it just it everyone started doing it. Yeah, so everyone like, kind of has it. It's still you know kind of impressive, but now everyone has it. You know, so it's a bit less like of a wild thing. But that, I think he caught that tail end of the oh you were study you study overseas oh wow that, that that kind of thing. And he was also a smart guy, so he you know. And uh, were you cool tight with him? How would you yeah we were cool. I I don't think we were best friends, but I think we were cool, especially especially towards the end. You know, I think he. Uh, he passed away very suddenly, so we never got to say goodbye or anything. How did he, which how, what happened? Uh, he was working on his farm, and he there was a yeah he he uh he passed away on the farm. Yeah. What kind of farm was it? It's not like the uh, old McDonald's farm. It, it's like a Malaysian Johor Bahru farm. So it's not like it's not barns and horses. It's like the tropics. There's oil palms. There's bananas. There's uh rubber. Tap. so it's like a so it's like gr a brutal yeah it's pretty brutal yeah but he loved it he loved it he, How, was he always doing that he, he grew up doing that he grew up being a his family was rubber tappers in malaysia which rubber in malaysia was like white gold back yeah. in the day it's like that was if you could tap rubber it was unbelievable especially if you own the uh, your own rubber trees um and so he grew up doing that but he was like the guy in the family who went to school He's probably the best educator in his family. Maybe, 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 oh, maybe two other aunties. But he was kind of like the the academic one, and so he left that to go to the executive life, and business and executive. He kind of left farming, right? And then when he got older, he he got retrenched, and he just decided to go back to farming. Like something in him was like, I need to go back to farming. He so he did it very happily. And I gotta say, the farming helped him mentally and physically so much. Even though it was like a brutal farm, he just loved it. You know. Just loved it. And did his you, farm was like our stage time. It was like yeah. he, he just felt alive in that farm. Yeah. What ways are you similar to him? What ways are you different? I think apparently we we talk the same and we're very uh straight shooters and we're both we can both be the life of the party and also the grumpiest at the party, which was that was probably him. And um 
uh, and he would always have the he would always tell people how they should be better in their lives like you should go and do this and that's a dumb idea and that you know and i think i i got a lot of that from him just being i think i got a lot of that from him as well <laughs> he would come in and be like you should be studying accounting and it's like that's a dumb business idea you should <laughs> he, he was like a, the ultimate management consultant he He's would come not, in i'm and gonna he be would, honest with you, he sounds white sounds like a white guy <laughs> hey man it, pe to white people don't know this in asia there's people who are like that in asia who there are, are like white they're white asian White hearted Asian. Um, that's I'm sorry what's he died. And how oh. did, are you aware of how that affected you? Do you think about it? I, I think I'm still dealing with it. Yeah. yeah he passed away very suddenly, uh, uh, very unexpectedly as well on, on Christmas Day, which probably is also why I don't like celebrating Christmas anymore. I don't, but, I don't um, know. But I don't know if I see any <laughs> correlation there. Oh. And, and uh, yeah, I you know, never got to say bye to him. And it was, it was, uh, he visited me in New York just before he passed away for the the only time. What year? This was like 2017, maybe. He so you're on The Daily Show. I'm on The Daily Show. He came. Yeah, he saw it. Um, he was pretty psyched to be back in America because he went to college in America, but he hadn't been back since. So his thing was, I just want to go have a Dunkin' Donuts. He was like craving Dunkin' Donuts. So we just brought him to Dunkin' Donuts in New York. And I think he had a good time in New York City. White? He's white. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, the last time I saw him was at Terminal 8 at JFK. That was when he was waving bye to mm. go back to Singapore. So every time I fly out there, it's fucking brutal. I so, bet. Yeah, it's like, oh, damn, that's nice. Literally, that TSA line is the last time I saw him. That's the American Terminal. Yeah. American, American Airlines. Airlines. <laughs> I know that terminal well. Yeah, Terminal 8. So it's um, brutal, yeah. Lots yeah. of brutal stuff. When he passed away, we had to go in figure out his affairs, like his, you and your mom. his legal matters because he left so suddenly. It's very, it's, it's very weird. He was so old school. He left all his, um, he left all his uh, uh, documents on his kitchen table. So we were able to go through it, paper, print it out. So he had like, he left it there like four How stacks. often would he do it? I think that's just how it? he did business. I think that's just how he did it because he's, he was old school in that yeah. way. So he printed it out. Um, but yeah, when we, we come in his stack, he had four stacks of folders and we had to go through each stack to figure out what he was doing. You know, it wasn't, wasn't anything shady. It was just like, we had no idea what his, his yeah. farming was like. And my, my brother-in-law is a forensic accountant. So that helped. That's fine. And my wife is nice. a lawyer. And so it was like, it was like, the, if there was any team that was able to crack this, this case, it was us. And so we just went through it for like a week and. Man, it was brutal. It was brutal looking through all his stuff, his old handwritten notes, you know. Yeah, it must have been heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. And it must also be, if you don't mind me saying, like kind of surreal. Yeah. Where you're where you're like, did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. It was surreal. It is surreal, yeah. I mean, you know, your your father passed away in a hospital and you you said goodbye to you him. were there you know yeah i know uh, uh you or at least you tried to say goodbye yeah. to him yeah uh yeah and so you know people leave suddenly like that and then you're like oh what? you know and then you you see ghosts of their life everywhere you know even just last christmas uh just a month ago i had to go back to malaysia to finally settle some of his estate um matters because of the pandemic i haven't been able to go back to malaysia so we were back in his hometown i had to go to his hometown which he brought us to as it's a funny because on Instagram it's just I'm in Malaysia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. then it's like, oh no, no, no. no. I'm I'm like I'm doing going through an indie movie stuff. right now. Yeah. This is an indie road trip movie. Me, my mom, my sister, and we had to go back to his hometown and you know, meet with a lawyer to sign stuff and and and, and figure out his rubber farm. Yeah. Sounds and, like a, a 
4,000-year-old job. Right. And then go and see all the family stuff, you know, where he grew up. Because he had a big family. So all his family is very welcoming. You know, my dad's side, always very cool. Cool to us. Like, love them a lot. So we have to meet up with all of them. And, you know. But he's yeah, I'm sorry that. I'm sorry that it, it, I'm sorry that that's, I mean, we all have to deal with it. But yeah. that seems like zero prep. Yeah, and yeah. zero, and we, we and want, it's like, is it hard to know what lesson to draw from it? Like, what am I supposed to think? Like, you know, yeah, what I mean? maybe I mean, you don't not think not everything is a lesson, I guess, but uh, I think, uh, yeah, the obvious stuff, right? Make peace with people when you can. Make sure your, I would say, make make your parents uh have a practical document of where they keep everything in case anything happens. You don't have to be trying to go through it like a forensic accountant trying to figure out what's going on. So at least they have that. Some, they, you know, they don't even need to show you. Just have a practical document in addition to your wills, legal will. You have a practical document of like, I have cash in the under my pillow here. And like leave a, it on the kitchen table. <laughs> leave it somewhere. Leave it somewhere people can find it. Your passwords, you know, or, you know, delete, destroy my laptop, whatever your, you know. Whatever, <laughs> whatever your, your masturbation Yeah, whatever is. the thing is. Um, yeah, and uh, like, um, what's the lesson from that? I don't know. I think uh, that uh, you know, we, me and my dad went through our went through our rough patches. I think, and we want like best friends, but we want enemies. You know, right? Well, and I think we definitely loved hard, each other. Yeah, yeah, that's the other hard thing. Is like he dies suddenly, yeah, and you go, man, I wish I'd been closer with him. But not because he died suddenly, because who wouldn't want to be closer with their dad? Yeah. Right? And also you go like, man, could I have been closer right. with him? You know, things played out the way they played out, right? Like, how could I? Yeah. Have, uh, like, what else could I have done? What, you know, in some ways, what different, maybe what two similar personalities that we couldn't be friends or whatever it was. But like, you still love each other a lot, you know? Right. Yeah, you don't have to be. In fact, the idea of being friends with your parents is not even an Asian thing to be. I'm uh, with you 100%. My parents, my dad's dead. He's pretty old. <laughs> Yeah. I very old, about as old as you can get. Was dead, right. and uh, my mom's eighty eight. My mom's still like an authority figure to me. Right, 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 right. And it's, yeah. I don't like chill around authority figures. Yeah. You know, like right. you're very anti-authority. Of anything you're kind of hello, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the like with your dad, where it's it's some people. There's almost like structural tension. Yeah, like he's your dad. He's an authority. Yeah. So how? cool could it have been and how, how cool it could have been exactly exactly but i hope i mean i it sounds like you may have like not beat yourself up about it but sort of questioned your own behavior within it and i don't know some yeah. of it's just personality based yeah i don't i you know i i think i'm lucky in a sense that i don't think i obviously you know looking back at your last whatsapp chats with your dad you go like oh man i wish i said something more than you know then I don't know where to buy this drone, Dad. You know, like that's what he asked us. He's like, "Hey, should I buy a drone for the farm?" I'm like, "I don't think you should buy a drone." That's like, you know, the worst last conversation you can have with someone. Else. I bet it meant a lot. <laughs> but uh, so you re you kind of like wish you could say stuff, you know? But 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 I, you don't know. Well, I mean, exactly. we're all just surviving. You yeah, know what I mean? we're all just like, I gotta go. I mean, it's a good ca it's a good case for putting sugar in everything. Yes. It's a good <laughs> Yes, exactly. It's a good tone. It's a good thing to fix that block. But it's very, a lot, uh, you know, life is uh, busy and messy and a lot of just like tedious and right. we're not always, right. you know, like at least you had a relationship with them and you told them yeah. 
that getting and, a drone for a farm is not a good idea. And you know, not for nothing, but he he got to see me go on go go on the Daily Show. He got to see that I wasn't you know like struggling in America. You know, did which, you do a chat when he was there? A chat is the so. thing when you sit at the table with. I Trevor. think so, but but the, the the thing at the I always love love Franco for this because Franco at the Daily Show, the the sexy saxophone uh, camera guy, he he um. He he had a conversation with my dad in the hallway, and Franco so so nice. He was like, "Your son is great. Your son is one of the great things." And so, like, I guess all parents, but especially like Chinese parents, like you're not good until some third party says, "Oh, this guy is good," and then they're like, "Oh man, my son is good," you know. So so That's I, funny. So he kind of walked away from that, being like, "Oh man, they really like you on the show, man." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I hope yeah, so. it's yeah. funny. And Franco <laughs> could have just been bullshit. It's a funny like. There should be a service where you can talk to Asian parents, uh, <laughs> where you can hire a, I someone to tell person. them that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it'll be our romantic comedy that we're right, never going to write. Right, right. Um, let's go from oh God, uh, the 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 psychologically fraught tension of your father dying mm -hmm. to the block of I have to shower after taking a dump. Yeah. So uh, when feces passes through my anus, uh, I have to. You talk like. I've never taken a shit. <laughs> when I push uh, the feces from my colon out of my anus, uh, after I wipe with um, paper, I go and shower. So what about a bidet? What, a total toilet? Bidet could work, but shower. Okay. What about one of those spray... Spray is how we do it in Southeast Asia, uh -huh. but also shower. Because for me, the spray is like, okay, now I don't know where it's going. That spray is so high powered. That how about a spray with a cone? You know what I mean? Right. You stick a cone oh. around your uh, anus yes. hole. Yes. Anus. I guess it's anus. Yeah. Um, and then you spray, you isolate the anus with and you spray H2O, H2O yeah. but English <laughs> is his first language, everybody. Um, and I should have, I went wide cause I wanted to, yeah. this is more personal. This is more like fucking this fucking guy. Um, and then you cone high, high pressure, pressure yeah. hose, yeah. <laughs> not that high pressure, like let's well, not hurt ourselves. Right. And then it goes out of, so you know where it goes. Shower. Because what's shower. the difference? What happens in the shower, shower? You know you get it. Shower, you know you got everything. Because of gravity and soap. Gravity and soap, and and even if it gets somewhere else, you you'll wash it off. You know, presumably, you know, you shower in a clean. This is people have been mad at me about this for years. Do you wash your legs in the shower? Yeah. No, no, no. Soap yeah. on your ankles and calves. Yeah, but I and do chins. it. I do it because. If I don't emphasize it, it doesn't get done. So I'm with you on your macro point, but I do it because I, to compensate for exactly what you're describing, which is that people don't soap, shower, they wash their legs. Right. Right. We all, yes. If yes. you don't, no one's going to wash us. Yes. For me, that's like, you know, us. that's like watching your posture, right? Okay. Remember you wash your legs. But do you think it's necessary and helpful? Is so, this about, is this connected yeah. to the, uh, to the anus and the feces? I mean, this this feces thing is just that I don't know about your culture, but I consider feces to be dirty and smelly. And so, when for me, uh, in sorry, in in, <laughs> in our culture, you try to wash things which are dirty and smelly, especially if it's feces. 
So I don't know what y'all are doing out there on the internet. But over here, we like to keep things clean all over. The information you brought today yeah. about feces yes. being dirty and yes. smelling yeah. has been a bounty. Yes. It's revolutionary thinking. That, hey, man. Uh, it's Asian. It's the Far East. This is the what's great about bringing the Orient. There's no other word for it. The, their <laughs> technology when it comes to feces stinking and being dirty Get rid of that. is transcendent. Wash it. It's a revolutionary concept. All right, here's a question that I've never asked a man. By the way. When you're soaping your asshole, yes. you ever give yourself, not no, in no. any way titillating. Nope. Okay. Just me. Ab then absolutely me neither. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. If we're talking about soaping it, I'm talking about soaping it. Okay. So you you got to touch it is, to soap it. You got to touch it to soap it. Yes. Fair, fair. Yeah. Do you ever feel like, well, no. Just me though. That's just me. No, I'm absolutely with you. It's not just it's just us. It's just us. Um I genuinely don't. I'm just I, I'm there to get clean. I'm not right, there. But I'm not, I'm not there, here to have if fun. If you if this this feces, yeah. It's a menace, right? We'll call feces a menace. For me, for, fair to say yes. So where is the, but it's fine if it's in your body. Is it, what's the, the what's the tube, the colon? You know, Nicole, this, you know, yeah. this <laughs> for, yes. you're a proctologist. Yeah. So do you ever get like colon issues or that you need to worry about no. a, 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 a distur itch, disturbance? No, no. People's, don't look at me. No, like I don't know what your assholes you, don't itch. Are you describing that I should to, 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 to be not a hypocrite with my behavior, I need to put my hand into my colon not and pull feces hand. out. Yeah, like I have to clean the inside of my fucking large intestine for me to not be a hypocrite. The lower. No, I, I just shower afterwards. I think it's easier. By the way, in the tropics where I'm from, it's normal to shower at least twice a day, if not more, if you can get home because it's hot and it's humid and it's sweaty. So it just becomes. Do you mind hot weather? I like hot weather. I like hot weather, yeah, but yeah. you get sweaty in Singapore. You know, you've yeah. been there. Yeah. Like, so because of that showering culture, it's just like, oh, I'm going, I'm going to shower twice. I'm, I might as well take a dump and then shower and then what? Well, you know what I mean? Like, it just becomes yeah. an efficiency thing, and then it becomes a habit of like, every time I take a dump, I'd rather go take a shower. That's that's Great. all it is. It's all very logical. Look, it's all totally justified. It's a shame that I'm going to die, and this is going to be our last conversation. <laughs> I but think, that's how life is. That's how life is sometimes. <laughs> you see, this this is one of those things, this is one of those blocks where it sounds weird. And it then, doesn't sound weird at all. Oh, okay, great. The, I was the, I'm the sucker of that segment okay, yeah. for even broaching the finger. And I'm not going to cut it out because it would be a coward's edit. Right. <laughs> that is a coward's edit to cut that coward's out. I'm going to take whatever. That'll be the new thing because people were mad at me for not washing my legs for because I mentioned it on a podcast four years ago. People will still at me. I believe that you washed your chest and your your okay. your pubes and dick. oh because the soap and then will it's wash gravity gravity will handle legs. There's nothing yeah. that's sticking to me that I need to scrub off no, my in, legs in between the toes though. That's not you know gravity's not. Gonna Are get you that. washing in between your toes? Yeah, you gotta at least a once off, right? Once a week or once no, as every in during shower. the shower you do a like, you know you go here multiple times in the shower, right? Multiple yeah, yeah, yeah strokes yeah. here. You Are go you do you have a rail? 
or something that you can hold on oh, to? That's a great question. Thanks so much. I have my I, own podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have a rail. You just got a yoga balance and then do that. And sometimes you lean on the wall. But hey, you practice your core. You know, but you gotta you gotta wash in between the toes. Come on, that's like a this is. I think that's bed. a bridge too far for me. Okay, well, I mean, I'm bare. I I get don't get to wash the toes and then we'll work your way to the anus. Let's play that one. That's my anus. Your toes are my anus. I think that that's insane. And the fact that you've right, I your can't believe my... you do that. <laughs> what the toes or the anus? The, the toes. toes. Oh, the anus. You don't do the okay. anus. Okay, I may have done the anus at <laughs> at a point. Not again. If I were to have done it, yes. and I'm not cutting out, it's cowards at it. Cowards at it. Um, it would have been during an itchy period. Okay. Just getting to the root of the problem. Like, let's fucking, let's go. Let's just take, let's nip this in the bud. Yeah, we're talking about two different things. Yeah. yeah. Talking about clean hygiene, and you're talking about something else. <laughs> the toes thing come on okay you just take your hand and then you just put in between your you know you do that this is your foot you do great. that do it once and then oh. you were great Thank this you. you're great as a person you're I, a great comedian so. you're a great tv personality mm -hmm. i haven't seen any of the movies you've been in i'm happy you're in megan i just because i haven't seen it that you haven't Wiki been in the ones we I've don't seen. know on wikipedia i didn't see i know okay. I've, i do <laughs> crazy rich asians is about Crazy Rich Asians. That's what I picked up on Wikipedia. <laughs> Ronnie Chang, look for him on Netflix. Look for him in Megan. Look for him in Crazy Rich Asians. Look for him in Shang-Chi. Look for him. Fuck with him. If you see him on the street, make sure he's nicer to his wife than he is to you. God bless. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, love, love you, dude. Love you too, man. Uh -huh.